0: Hi, I'm Thomas Clements, and this is the Zenith Ministries Podcast. Welcome to our message of hope, security, and an exploration of true happiness. I'm glad you're here with us as we continue to share our stories of the many peaks and valleys of life and the beauty, truth, and goodness we were able to find in it. Please visit our website at zenithministries.com to connect with us to discover more. Big reveal right now. I am afraid of roller coasters, don't like them, or really any ride that involves being high up and moving fast in a downward motion. I've been on some uh, like that though, like like Space Mountain, I've done Tower of Terror, Splash Mountain, you know, that things like Mindbender at Six Flags Over Georgia. But it it took a lot for me to even get on those rides, and I absolutely, most definitely did not have much fun. Then came the time when I went with my girlfriend, who's now my wife, to a side-of-the-road carnival where every ride is put together that week and is 100% meant to make you feel dizzy and out of sorts. I promise you that I I was even afraid and, and nervous about all of those rides as well. But I went on every single one. Even the one where it was a pirate ship that swings upside down over and over again, absolutely horrible for me, okay? Awful. I went on that. I overcame my fear. I I titled this podcast episode, Forgetting Fear, Choosing Courage. I thought about calling it Facing Fear, Choosing Courage, you know, coming from that grand advice we're often given by, you know, wise people so that we are able to overcome our phobias or irrational fears, Uh, and live in freedom. We are told to face our fears. However, while yes, we should face these fears, I think that it, it is possible to live in such a way that when we encounter fear, we can forget it. We can watch it melt away before us. Some fear is good. It protects us from hurting ourselves, but not all fear. Not the fear that holds us captive and causes isolation and misery. Let's forget that fear. Going back to my escapade at the roadside carnival, I was so happy that night. Even when we were sitting on the bench next to one of the rides that we just rode, we were not moving, yet the world still seemed to be spinning like crazy. The after effects of most of the rides we went on, even then, I was happy. The one with whom I was experiencing this, my lovely girlfriend, made it worth it. And there it is. Okay, so yeah, I'm, I'm a baby. Riding those rides was not exactly easy for me. There was an interior struggle for sure. But I found a reason to forget my fear, to make her happy, and to showcase my, my air quotes bravery to her. <laughs> I found something that was worth more to me than myself because that was what that fear was stemming from, self-preservation. And really all fear stems from the desire to preserve oneself, or or in some cases preserving others, uh, from death, pain, embarrassment, really any negative thing that can happen. Fear is the effect of not wanting that thing. So I overcame my fear. I got over it because I found something that meant more to me than preserving myself. A few years after we got married, we had, I think, two kids at the time. Maybe our third had been born. But I remember lying in bed and I heard a noise. I remember being scared. I was scared about what would happen if someone broke into our house. It was disconcerting. But then I realized something else. I realized what was at stake if someone broke into my house. I thought of who might be affected by this, my family. And I felt a surge of courage shoot through me. I was their defense. It was up to me to protect my family. And I knew right then and there that I would absolutely go nuts on someone to protect my family. I would most definitely forget my fear. I would not worry about self-preservation. If I had to give my life for my family, I would. Because I have learned that my family means more to me than what I'm afraid of. And that is the key to forgetting our fears. We have to love something more than what we fear we will lose or gain. Usually we fear that we will lose something like comfort or our lives or we will gain pain or some devastating problem. Or or the classic take is that we fear the unknown, but that really that really is just a self-preservation because we don't know what will happen and assume that whatever it is will be bad for us or someone we love. So I was able to forget my fears because what I loved mattered more to me. There are so many better examples of people doing this, by the way. These are just two that I personally have experienced. uh, A better example, and I feel really dumb now even mentioning the the carnival story. Uh, Okay, I'm joking because it's it's a good analogy, but honestly, compared to my my grandfather's generation, I've never gone through anything remotely close to a world war. So a better example is the story of John Bassalone, a U.S. Marine who fought in World War II. Uh, born on November 4th, 1916 and, and lived until February 19th, 1945, John Bass alone was a United States Marine Corps gunnery sergeant who received the Medal of Honor for Heroism above and beyond the call of duty during the Battle for Henderson Field in the Guadalcanal Campaign, and then he received the Navy Cross posthumously for Extraordinary Heroism during the Battle of Iwo Jima. He was the only enlisted Marine to receive both of these decorations in World War II. He enlisted in the Marine Corps on June 3, 1940, after serving three years in the United States Army with duty in the Philippines. He was deployed to Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, and in August 1942, he took part in the invasion of Guadalcanal. In October, he and two Marines... Two other marines used machine guns to hold off an attack by a far numerically superior Japanese force. After that, he was offered a basic training job that would have kept him safe and more comfortable than being out on the battlefield, but he chose to go back out to war. He declined the safe job to fight for his country. In February 1945, unfortunately, he was killed in action on the first day of the invasion of Iwo Jima, Uh, after he single-handedly destroyed an enemy blockhouse and led a marine tank under fire safely through a minefield. May God rest his soul. What a hero. What an incredible example of courage and selflessness, and a good example of putting one's love of others over one's love of self. He did not give in to his fear, but jumped at the chance to be a hero. Now, war is never great, we want to avoid it at all costs, but I think we all have come to the conclusion that World War II was a just war that needed to be fought, and the heroic stories that have come out of these times of trial are, are remarkable. Actually, one of my favorite Two stories is about John F. Kennedy, the president of the U.S. in the early 60s. The small boating craft he was commanding was destroyed by an enemy ship, leaving his crew injured and stranded. Even though he suffered from a back injury, JFK towed another soldier as he swam several miles. Oh, and he towed the guy by putting his life jacket strap in his teeth. And he did this twice during their fight for survival. He received a lot of praise for this, but I I love his response when he was questioned about his heroics. He said, it was involuntary. They sunk my boat. It was a rough night for sure. No moon, no stars, pitch black, but those men were out there to fight for their country, and when Kennedy had every right to be afraid, he forgot about his fear and sought to save his men, even at his own discomfort. Amazing. Right now, we would say that the scariest thing that we are facing is the unpredictability of our future. The onslaught of a novel virus and its economical ramifications seem to be pressing many people to the brink. So many are isolated and scared right now. What are we supposed to do? How can we forget fear and choose courage? Do this, I want to recommend that we all do a little introspection. We need to discover, what are we afraid of? Death, discomfort, pain, and suffering. While death needs to be avoided at all costs and we are all called to value every human life, every human life is unrepeatable, irreplaceable, and of infinite worth, we remember this, However, suffering cannot always be and sometimes should not be avoided. How many lives were saved because Basalone, Kennedy, and many other honorable soldiers chose discomfort and suffering so that they might show great love to those they fought for, their fellow soldiers and the American people at large? How many frontline workers, doctors, and nurses are doing similar things right now, doing what they can, overlooking the suffering and discomfort that may come in order to help others? And I think that is the trick. We can forget fear when we remember the love we have for others. We love them more than we love ourselves. We seek for their good over our own good, even if we suffer because of it. Now, with the, the current pandemic, it's so confusing because there's a lot of information out there, uh, a lot of pseudoscience, and a lot of lies and manipulation. And I personally, I get uncomfortable when too many people tell me to do something. You know, Maybe that's something I have to work on for myself. It's, it's just, I'm putting that out there to just be candid with you. Uh, but here, here's my viewpoint on living in fear. Fear is not a solution to this pandemic. Our choices right now need to be motivated by love. We forget fear and choose courage only through love. Love is to seek the good of another even at the discomfort of oneself. There are so many different scenarios at play here in 2020. So many specifics that can alter what one chooses and does. But the overall guiding factor for every decision must be love. If you are doing something because you are truly loving another human being and it's not doing evil like Romeo and Juliet killing themselves because of love is not really love, if you if you catch my drift. But if your decisions are based on true love, seeking what is best for everyone, then I cannot disagree with that action. We want true love to motivate us. We can discuss and seek guidance and and do what we can to discover what is the best action to take. But first, we want love at the center. That will help us overcome our fear and be courageous. Now, switching gears just slightly, what about in parenting? Wouldn't it be appropriate that fearing for your children's safety is a great way to ensure their survival and betterment? So with kids, we need to look at all the factors. I mean, what is better for them? To never get hurt as a child and suffer no losses or have no discomfort, but then be ill-prepared for adulthood without proper coping mechanisms for adult-sized problems? Or should we be okay with letting them make mistakes, get hurt at times, go through difficulties so that they learn and grow into a, a healthy adult who can process the hardships of life adequately and in a healthier way? I mean, obviously boundaries must be in in place to protect kids, but I don't want to protect my kids to the point where they can't handle the difficulties of life in the future. I'm actually more afraid of that. I am afraid of ruining my kids' lives because I become too controlling and never let them experience freedom to learn and grow on their own to become a well-formed human being. I think of a story I, I once heard about a man who was watching his children play in a beautiful park with benches and places to run and play. He, he let them run and play wherever they liked, but as soon as they got to the line of trees where the woods were, he would call to them, letting them know that they had to come back closer to him. They had reached the limit of their area of play. Our kids should know certain boundaries. We need to keep them safe, and there is a lot of danger out there. But they need to grow in freedom as well. And this is what I've come to understand. As my kids get older, I need to give them more and more freedom so that they can practice being responsible on their own. Then, when they are older, they will be used to making good decisions. And hopefully, I have helped them to have a logical understanding of right and wrong and what is sensical and what is stupid. And then they can make solid choices as adults. So I don't let fear get in the way of my children growing in freedom and responsibility. I allow my love for them, wanting what is actually best for them to drive my decision making. I can still love them and be afraid of them getting hurt, but if I let that fear deter them from growing and maturing in a healthy way, I'm not seeking what is best for them. I'm letting my fear control me and them. However, if I recognize the tremendous good that comes about in granting them freedom to fail, to get hurt, not too badly, of course, and freedom to learn from these things, then they will grow stronger, more emotionally stable, and happier. So freedom trumps fear. Now, I unfortunately fail sometimes as a parent, but I do try to form and shape my kids well enough that I can trust their decision-making for what is appropriate to their age level. I am in charge and look out for them 100%, but I overcome my fear because of my love for them. Forgetting my fear that they could get minor cuts and bruises when playing outside allows me to love them better. Forgetting my fear that they could get teased at school by other kids gives them a chance to learn more and allows me to love them better. There is so much that I can be afraid of as a parent and some of it is good, but a lot of the time I need to forget my fear, choose courage so that my kids can breathe more, have freedom and grow into the well-balanced adults that I meant to help them become. So freedom is immensely important. Fear can be intensely detrimental. Authentic love is the key to walking this line so that we can bring about the greatest good for our families now in 2020 and in the future. Thanks for listening. Glad you joined us. Please help us out by subscribing to our podcast and leaving a review. You can like and share it on social media if you think it might help someone else. Uh, Please subscribe to our email list as well just at the bottom of zenithministries.com. There's a place for that. We are now accepting sign-ups for a one-on-one mentoring program, and that's found on our website too. Uh, please come partner with us as we lead others to the heights of humanity.